Rasik Mohan to speak, <clears throat> and then uh, he can have uh, more kirtan because there's, um, you know, with the pandemic, the classes kind of came through with the Zoom, but the kirtan, it's not the same, <laughs> and the sangha. So, Anyway, before I start, I'll even speak is, um, and I, I just picked up the Bhagavatam today and I opened it up and I saw a, a, a purport by Prabhupada. And uh, it said something interesting. I, I forgot. It was something that material and spiritual, spiritually, it depends on consciousness. He said, even bathing in the Ganga. He said, it depends on consciousness. <clears throat> and that, so I just think when people are so starved, the consciousness is just so good for Kirtan. I, I watch around, people are just, they're like sponges, you know, and, uh, Absence makes the heart grow fonder. They have an English expression. And uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, sometimes you don't know how good something is until you're, you're missing it. So we're a little starved. So afterwards we can have kirtan and that was fantastic. <clears throat> so, uh, I'm also speaking to a little audience. What, what I do with these kind of programs is <clears throat> I have a class every um, Sunday at 11 o'clock. So I like to combine it with a program that I do. And uh, I also really feel it's like really the best time to have a program. And years ago, you know, when they were having the Sunday feast at, at seven or eight o'clock at night, and then a big feast, and the whole Hare Krishna movement wakes up Monday morning in the mode of ignorance. <laughs> <clears throat> I never thought that was, but what happens here is, is you know, early, and I, I figure, you know, look, I called the church program. They already figured it out. You have your services Sunday morning. And then especially the way we do it, and then, then, you know, then you take prasadam and then you have that incredible feeling. You have a little bit of time. You're not in passion to get back. And then you have the whole rest of the day in your bhav to kind of exchange with devotees and just feel good about life until Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I'm, in a, I'm in my own bhav, but... Uh, these uh, these professional comedians used to come to my to they they used to come to my Vyasa Puja every year and they would do a spiritual routine. So one year they did this incredible spiritual routine <clears throat> where the husband and the wife come in on like a 
to my via the the scene is they're coming into my vias puja on a uh, a, a foot scooter mm-hmm. you know and then they have an argument because you know the wife starts saying we can't do comedy at the vias puja this is like vaishnav aparad and then the husband and wife have a an argument based on Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> so the, the, the husband looks at the wife so angry and says, oh, enemy of logic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, destroyer of rational thinking. <clears throat> and then the wife responds and says to the husband, of the innocent, you are O.J. Simpson. <laughs> 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 I'm afraid to say the rest, but anyway, of, day, of days of the week, you're Monday. I'm a little dangerous here. And of states, you are New Jersey. <laughs> but I, I, I'm a big New Jersey fan now because <laughs> it, it, it shifted. But at that time, the joke made, made relevance. So, um, <clears throat> Okay, for those of you that came, we're here at, at Bhakti Bandav, and we just couldn't resist, you know, taking advantage of that, that kirtan. Wow, Rasik Mohan, that's real kirtan. That really just, wow, it just... It, appetizer. It, it's an appetizer, but... Fantastu koti satavatsura sampagayo you know, the, sp- the speed of mind, you know, you can, but, but by Kirtan, it, it just really just brought you right back to that mood of, of Bhakti Bandhav and Vrindavan, the authentic, traditional. It's just, I have one uh, student, he's, uh, he has a PhD in ethnomusicology, and his, his PhD was on the origins of Bengali Kirtan. Wow. Now he's the program director for the Yale School of Sacred Music. So he actually sometimes brings Kirtaneers and things like that. But he, his thing is, too, is that, you know, what he wants to show, and he also teaches Madanga, is that there's something about the tradition in connection to bhakti that can't be duplicated in terms of the sentiments and moods. Of course, you can use anything. You know, it, it, it's like, you know, things are just, uh, some things are a facility to do things. Like, you know, you, 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 know, you can make an arrest in plays and clothes. Okay, you can do it. You also wear a uniform. But the uniform, it's a facility. People can identify with you. It gives a certain mood. So it's not that you can't do in other ways. But, they, but you can't minimize, you can't minimize the, the tradition, especially in Kirtan, especially in Bengali Kirtan, you can't minimize the tradition. So when it's a little bit more traditional like this, it, it, and people are ready, it, it's something special. So that, that was wonderful. So we'll have, have more. So, um, I'm, I'm starting a, a new <clears throat> section.
I've been doing this forever, especially when I was in Vrindavan. <clears throat> My program was is at four o'clock, wherever I was staying, I would go outside of my room and I would do Harikata every day. And it's just amazing how many books you can go through, just one after another. <clears throat> so I, I, you know, now I'm, I'm kind of here but I still continue it, not every day, but a couple of times a week. And I'm happy that we're in a, a new section. We haven't gone progressively. I just pick, and we're at Brahma Vimohan Lila. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> the speciality about this, there's an extra speciality about this, about this particular pastime. And the extra speciality about this pastime it's the last purports of Srila Prabhupada. And I think there's something special about that. And I think the reason it's special, and I'm gonna to relate to something that's in the Putana Lila, just the principle. But the Putana Lila is what? That when she was about to die, her real form manifested. And there's something like a psychology that's mentioned in the commentaries. You know, at the, I, I, I even know somebody I know, he had absolutely no relationship with either his mother or father. His mother's still alive. He has no relationship. And my question to him is, how, how come you're not a serial killer? <laughs> he said, well, my grandmother was down the street. She was nice to me. But, you know, at the very end, somehow he went to see his father and his father, who he had no relationship with, kind of appreciated him. So that there's something about the end. And I also think <clears throat> with Srila Prabhupada, there's something about the very end. Where just a little bit more he comes out. And I kind of, I, I kind of even feel in these purports. I, I, I wish I put the port, but this Prabhupada talks about the goal of life being Radha Krishna Bhajan, and it's right in there. And at the very end, I was there in Prabhupada's room. Well, all of a sudden, Prabhupada said, <clears throat> Take me to Govardhan. Take me to Govardhan. At the very end, I think that's very, very significant. Mm -hmm. And of course, if you know our tradition, Seva Sadaka Rupena, Siddha Rupena Chatri, where were our sadakas <laughs> in our tradition? Raghunath Das Goswami and Gopodya, Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur. Bhakti Vinod, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. So the fact Prabhupada says, take me to Govardhan at the very end. And of course, it, it was very interesting, Leela. Immediately devotees went out. He wanted to go by Bullock cart, but then the Ayurvedic doctor said that no, Prabhupada, this would this would kill you at the very end. Because I was in Prabhupada's room. Prabhupada was so merciful at the very end, he did something that was so merciful is 
when you went to, when you had to see Prabhupada, there was a little room before his door, which was his secretary room. And Sri Rupa will understand the significance of this. Who is the secretary? TKG. And when you say TKG, the initials seem heavy. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get by him, right? <laughs> At the end, Prabhupada just opened the doors 24 hours a day. And then he was calling everybody there because he realized people were so untrained. I mean, the people who had to be gurus, they, were like, they, they wouldn't even be new bhaktas now. I mean, seven-year devotees. What kept the movement going? Prabhupada knew it. It was his association, his interest. So he opened the doors 24 hours a day to anyone. One time, His Holiness B.B. Govindaswamy he saw Krishna Das Babaji trying to get in the front door. And he said, no, you go around the back. So he ran around the back, Krishna Das Babaji. And then he, he, after a while, he peeked in. And, you know, Prop was still sick, but Prop was laughing. Because it's not that Prop didn't have any friends, but there was no one his age in the movement. <laughs> as Ravindra Sarup Prabhu, my neighbor upstate, who is quite prominent in ISKCON, said the problem with ISKCON at the beginning is Prabhupada was the only adult. <laughs> so there was a little, just kids. And, and so Prabhupada was laughing and laughing and laughing. And then you know what he heard Prabhupada say when he was on the bed with Krishna Das Babaji? Tandera Charana Seva Bhakti Sanivas Janame Janame Hoy E Abilas. What does that mean, Rasik Bohan? Tandera Charana Seva Bhakti Sanivas. By taking shelter of the lotus feet, Bhakti Sanivas, and staying near the Bhaktas. Janama Janame Hoy. That's my aspiration, my happy life. So Prabhupada was saying that. I want to be near the Bhaktas. I want to be the devotees, life after life. So anyway, the, the, these end purports of Prabhupada, they're very personal too. They're very personal because you see him sometimes looking outside his window. Like in, in this pastime, Brahmavimohan Lila, I give long introductions. I may never even get to the verse today. But, <laughs> but in, in this pastime, you know, when the coward boys are very tired, one, when they go out of the mouth, the previous pastime of Agasura, they, they leave the mouth of Agasura, they think the snake is going to chase them. So they're like running. And then lunch is late. So they're very, very hungry. So Krishna picks a spot and it says, Swakeli Sampak. Kali means play, so Kali for our play. Sampat means assets. And then you see the, the, the scene by the Jamuna, 
because they're contaminated. They can go bathe. They can drink water. The calves can drink water. And the sands are so soft. And there's a little forest beyond the sands. And the, the lotus flowers and the bees are buzzing. And the, you know, the birds are chirping, which I can now hear. Um, thanks to Sri Gandharvika, who got me hearing aids. <laughs> I actually can hear the birds again. <laughs> and Prabhupada said, and this is almost like, it's a little bit of a tragedy, he says. But at that time, he said, it's just like our Krishna Balaram Mandir. You can, because it was Raman Rethi, there was no one there when I came to Vrindavan in 1975 or six. There was no one there. You can get a rickshaw to the birth. And Prabhupada quoted from the Sadgo Swami Astakam, Kujat, Kokila, Hamsa, Sara, Saganer, the different birds, the atmosphere. So it's very, very personal. It's very, very personal. And Prabhupada comments on the tamal tree. There's a beautiful tamal tree. Actually, this is, this is an amazing phenomena. You, you once went to the place I used to live, right? I think mm -hmm. one time you came there. I think upstairs, I'd love to get the tree for here. Maybe they give it, it has a yeah. seed from the original tamal tree in the courtyard of the Krishnabala Mandir that was taken to Florida and grown and then given. And that, that tree has been living for 10 years a tamal tree. And we all know the significance of the tamal tree. What's the significance of the tamal tree? Because the tamal tree is very, very dark. And in Bob, in great ecstasy, when you're emotional, you're very easily excited and you become bewildered in a very high way. So what happened when Srimati Radharani would see a tamal tree? She would see Krishna. Mm -hmm. I think that's called prema vichitya. That the ecstasy is so high, you see Krishna even when Krishna is not there. And she grabs the tamal tree and say, now that I have you in my embrace, embrace let me die and let the water in my body be merged with all the kuns in Vrindavan and the wind in Vrindavan so you'll caress my body and, and the earth in Vrindavan so that your lotus feet. So tamal tree, that sacred tamal tree. And Prabhupada said, you know, once where there was no tamal tree, <laughs> you know, now a tamal tree has grown. And he, and he was commenting on his temple just by, you know, by the process of chanting here, once when there was no temple, now there's a temple. Let's have some fun. Let's see the last words in the Bhagavatam that Prabhupada ever translated and, and, and meditate on the significance of those words. The last words. Now, thank you. You have to imagine what is happening here. And this is also, I mentioned, I, I, I'm a little bit all over the place. You know, when you go in a car, it's a little bit passionate. Mm. It's not like waking up in the morning and chanting your rounds and sitting by the computer. Yeah. It's a little different. So 
I used to go because I was so busy. We used to be like you guys were here. You wake up in the morning and you serve until the evening. That's it. There's no personal life. So I, had, I didn't have a second to myself. I was even doing the noon artique, I don't know, and waking up, my service began at five o'clock in the morning and it went till late at night. And you know, this was our bob, this was our mood. So, you know, Bibi Govinda Swami came to me, said, you can come see Prabhupada anytime. I said, I don't have any time. I went, I guess, you know, I couldn't. But then I thought, why not go early in the morning? For the last week, I was going at two in the morning and sitting in the Prabhupada, and no one was there. It wasn't like now, where there's so many people in Vrindavan. In fact, there were so few people in Vrindavan that Prabhupada had the, had the devotees put up signs by the train station advertising our guest house because it was empty. And devotees didn't come all year. They came once a year at Gorpunima for a week. And there were no taxis in Vrindavan. And there was one phone. It was a whole different kind of world. So. Um, okay, let, I'm losing train of thought, but let's see Prabhupada. What? In there at two in the morning. What? Prabhupada's room at two in the morning. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was in Prabhupada's room at two in the morning. <laughs> of all people to be my guy. <laughs> Greg, guy's so sharp. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, so I was in Prabhupada's room, and all of a sudden, they hear Prabhupada screaming. And he screams, Hare Krishna. Just like in India, when they belch, they say, oh, <laughs> 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 it's true. So Prabhupada was, was screaming, Hare Krishna, he was in pain. And Babananda was there, and I was the only person. He said, come on the bed, move Prabhupada to a more comfortable position. So Prabhupada was in such a condition, but yet, he was able to translate these purports, <clears throat> which shows really that they come from another place. Even materially, there's a book that I read called, called Blink by Ma Malcolm Gladwell that, sh that shows that there's a, a and, and someone who speaks knows this, there's a higher level of competency on a slightly less conscious level. I call that uh, unconscious competence. And, and this person analyzed it. Even materially, it's like that. But spirit, what? Like a kind of flow state? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he gave so many examples of it in his book. I mean, I, I forgot all the examples, but he gave examples how people couldn't solve things and then you know, they're solved quickly. He gave, I, they're very practical examples he gave. But, and when you speak, you understand that. You know, if, if you're not prepared and you have to think about things, but when you're mode of goodness and, and you know, it, it flows. So what to speak 
when it's sarvasya chaham hiti sunny vishto matasmitir ganam, when it's coming from your heart. So Prabhupada's chant these purports, he's in his bed, he's in pain. And somehow he, he's giving his heart at the end. So they're very extraordinary purports. But this is the last thing, because what happens at the end, Brahma, <laughs> he was bewildered by Krishna, and then he was seeing all the cowherd boys. I'll put this up here. Okay, that's good. Okay. He was bewildered by Krishna, by Krishna, who manifests incredible opulent Aishvarya Vishnu forms in all the cowherd boys and calves. And when he saw that, his senses were overloaded to such a degree by that vision that he, 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 he went blind and he fell to the ground. And then when he got back up, then Krishna was there again in his beautiful Shamsunda form. And then he had four heads on the ground. <clears throat> and practically, after you're humbled, but that covers the full, that, that uncovers your false ego to the degree that you can actually feel the energy of love between you and God, because that's what's actually preventing it. It's like a cloud over your eyes. When you're actually humble, happy, humble means happy, small. <laughs> when you're actually in that mood, even if it was by a sochan andasochas twam pragyavadams chabashase gatasun agatasun cha nanasancha, although you're speaking learned words, Arjuna, you're a fool. <laughs> because the wise man speaks, laments neither for the living nor the dead. Even if it's by a chastisement or some fault, but if you can come to that platform, of being happy outside of the platform of control, ego, enjoyment. And you can be happy on the platform of service. Then you don't want to move from that platform because you're actually experiencing what prema is, which is an energy between you and God. You're actually experiencing that, like Brihad Bhagavatamrita. Every time Narada Muni came to a devotee and said, you're the best devotee. What a devotee said, I'm not a devotee. I'm not, a, they don't wanna move from that platform. It's just hard to get to that platform because we're so conditioned. When you get, so he didn't wanna really, he didn't wanna get up off the ground after being Lord Brahma, the chief of the universe. He didn't want to get off the ground. And then, then rising gradually and wiping his two eyes, Lord Brahma looked up at Lord Mukunda. Lord Brahma, his head bent low, his mind concentrated and his body trembling very humbly began with faltering words to offer praise to Lord Krishna. Let's hear Prabhupada's last manifest purport. Let's see if it has some significance. 
Brahma, being very joyful, began to shed tears. And he washed the lotus feet of Krishna with his tears. Repeatedly, he fell and rose as he recalled the wonderful activities of the Lord. After repeating obeisances for a long time, Brahma stood up and smeared his hands over his eyes. Srila Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur comments that the word lochane indicates with his two hands, he wiped the two eyes on each of his four faces. Seeing the Lord, this is the last sentence, seeing the Lord before him, Brahma began to offer prayers with great humility, respect, and attention. Prayers, humility, respect, and attention. Prabhupada's last words. It almost sounds like that Lord Chaitanya gave and Lord Chaitanya gave to Raghunath Das Goswami the fourfold process of attaining prema. What were the instructions to the Priyojanacharya to attain the highest thing? Tolerance, humility, respect, and chanting the holy name always. That's, the, that's our process. A lot of times people like to leave out humility, respect, <laughs> and tolerance. <laughs> that's what Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was against. Prabhu, no pictures of me though. No pictures of me. I don't like pictures of myself. I don't want. Yeah, really don't. Don't say. What, what? Humility, tolerance. Humility, tolerance, respect. And we like to, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Srila yeah. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur became alarmed that people were trying to go to just the chanting always, not even chanting always, mm. but they were neglecting the, the, the respect and the humility and the, and the the, 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 the tolerance. And therefore, when he came to Radha Kund and they challenged him, what is your Siddha mantra? Do you have a Siddha mantra? And he said, yes. They said, what is it? And he said, Chanada pi suni chena, Tarora pi sahishna manina, manina. This is ours. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. And now we'll go to today's class. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. 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 Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya.
you don't need to repeat because you can repeat the first line, but the rest you won't be able to. Okay, Sri Shuku Uvacha Sadhu Prishtam Mahabhaga Tvaya Bhagavatottama Yanu Tana Vasishasya Srinvan Api Katamuhu Sukadeva Goswami said, O best of the devotees, most fortunate Parikshit, you've inquired very nicely. For although constantly hearing the pastimes of the Lord, you are perceiving his activities to be newer and newer. Om Magyana Timadandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Chaksur Unmulatamyena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Sapitam Yena Bhutale Soyam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Mancha Kalpa Turubyascha Kripa Sindhu Vayevacha Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Srivasade Gaur Bhaktarinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare This is also a short purport and I'll read that. We'll go a little bit longer today. We're not in... I keep and I'm kind of some people don't like regulation, but I know when, when I, I, it's this pastime when, when the cowherd boys come back, no, it's in the 15th chapter when they come back, it was regular time, so I'm kind of a regular time guy. Unless one is very advanced in Krishna consciousness, one cannot stick to hearing the pastimes of the Lord constantly. Nityam nava navaya manam. Even though advanced devotees hear continually about the Lord for years, they still feel that these topics are coming to them as newer and newer. Therefore, such devotees cannot give up hearing the pastimes of Lord Krishna. Premanjana charita bhakti velochanena santasadaiva hideyeshu velokyanti. The word santa is used to refer to persons who have developed love for Krishna. Yamshaima sundaram achintya guna surupam govindam adi purusham tamaham bhajami. Brahma Samhita 538. Prikshit Maharaj therefore is addressed as Bhagavatotama, the best of devotees, because unless one is very much elevated in devotional service, one cannot feel ecstasy from hearing more and more and appreciate the topics as newer and fresher. So now here's also a problem because to get to this verse, you also have to put it in a little bit of context. And the story before is Agasara. And Sukadeva Goswami, when he's hearing that Marge Prickett is hearing this, he becomes amazed because somehow this story 
this is not actually told that this, because usually when the coward boys come back, then the pastimes go to the village. And then this is how Krishna Kata comes. It's not Gramya Kata, because village talk is generally Prajalpa. But it's Krishna Kata, but it's also kind of Gramya Kata, Krishna Kata. <laughs> they, 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 they just talk. And, 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 and anything can be used in Krishna consciousness. In the villages, everybody talks. But here they talk about Krishna. So they, you hear what Krishna said, you hear what Krishna did. But somehow or other, it wasn't told to after a year. So this was very puzzling. Marge Prickett asked, why, why, did, why did it wait until a year until this story was told? And he's asking this to Sukadeva Goswami. And Sukadeva Goswami went to speak. I mean, who is Sukadeva Goswami? This is Srimati Radharani's parrot. And they're very sensitive because that, that's what ba, prema means what? Bhava, bhava is prem ankur. It's a sprout of prem. And bhava is overwhelming to the consciousness. So what about prema? Bhava melts the heart, prema melts it completely. So it's very, very sensitive to udipa, to anything that can stimulate it. It becomes very, very excited to the extent that, and, and this is actually uh, one of the great, it's funny how Krishna inspires me when I'm here because we're before Srila Prabhupada and Srila Narayan Maharaj, and I was very fortunate. I remember when I was with the Gurukul, he would come and take us all on Parikram, the places that no one saw before I had a bus. Like, I, I, I can tell the story when we first went to Terkadamba. No one was there. You couldn't get to Terkadamba. It was underwater. There was no way to get there. It didn't have the direct road. You have to go to Sheshar Mahadev. And, and uh, oh, I, anyway, because I'll... Um, I was going to tell one story and there goes another story, but so he took us to Terkadamba. I actually have a, a collection of pictures I wanted to give you, like really special of us in Terkadamba. Mm -hmm. I also have an aerogram that uh, Srila Narayan Maharaj wrote me because when he came to America, initially he, it, the only place that he was able to actually speak was the temple that I happened to be at. And we kind of arranged it. So he sent an aerogram. I also have that. Um, I wish I could remember what I was saying about, but it comes to this other story and he took us there. And, and naturally being there was the place of Rupa Goswami. And at that time he still had his voice. He was a great singer. And he sang Sri Rupa Manjari Pada. And I remember there was a, a there was a brahmachari in that ashram called Seshayi Brahmachari. Mm -hmm. Was he there when you were still there? No. And you know, Bibi Govinda Swami, Bibi Govinda Swami 
is a great kirtanir. And you know that Bibi Govindaswamy father was the agent for Elvis Presley and Johnny Cash. And he used to actually go to the carnival with him. He had some, so he has that music background. He's from Nashville, Tennessee. But when he heard Seishai Brahmachari sing Rupa Manjari Pada, he said that Seishai Brahmachari was the ultimate blues singer. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we went and he took us and Bibi Govindaswamy had this van, you know, we didn't have many cars, but he had this big van and he drove us. And Tamal Krishnamarj was sitting there and the Raimarj was there. And uh, there was only this one small road that you can go on one way and then you had to go and walk. So we're driving our car and on the other side, some Bridgebasi lady comes with a bullock cart. And you know how they dress? Now, I don't, maybe Greg and Jan, maybe Bhakti Devi, they dressed like, the Bridge Bosses used to dress like Granny of the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> they would have these kurtas and dresses. And so, you know, we're the Maharajas. Tamal Krishraj is watching us. Narayamaraj is watching us. So we got this van and this Bullock car comes and they say, get out of the way. And we say, no, you get out of the way. <laughs> no, we, they say, no you, get out, no, you get out of the way. So Tamal Krishnamarad says to Bibi Govindaswamy, shut the engine. We shut the engine. <laughs> then the grandmother becomes infuriated <laughs> and she unyokes the bull <laughs> and then comes with a stick. <laughs> and start screaming at us. <laughs> and we had to turn on the engine all the Maharajas and whimper back. <laughs> the Bob of the Bridge Bossy ladies. So, my God, I don't know. Oh yes, yeah, so the Agasura story. So he, the Bob of, of, of Sukadeva Goswami, when he's asked the question, there's so much sensitivity. Oh, this is what I was going to say. So Narayamaraj, Satyaraj Prabhu, our good friend, he asked Narayamaraj that, that famous question, why Sri Radha's name is not mentioned in the Bhagavatam, only in that verse, Aniyaradito Nunam Bhagavan Hara Ishvara. There's no one who worshiped as much. And then Srila Narayamaraj wrote this three or four page letter, which is a masterpiece of tattva and rasa. He wrote this masterpiece explaining the sensitivity of who Sukadeva Goswami was and, and the connection as Radharani's parent and how the sensitivity couldn't hear Radha's name. Now you have to mention this is ultimate love. So we have emotional experiences, but we can't compare. Just I was reading in the story of Agasara, one of the games of the coward boy, Krishna would just run away. You go into the forest and then they wouldn't find him. And then he'd call them and then they, they'd run to him. And then Krishna would greet them with 
open arms and then they would hug. And I was reading this commentary by Sri by Srila Radha Govinda Swami, my god brother, I have his commentary on it. And he describes that hug. What is that energy? What is that energy? Because look, we like it. Whether it's with, 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 with girl or boy or friends or parents, we all like hugs. <laughs> we all like hugs. There's such a great feeling in getting a hug. What is that hug like? <laughs> what is that energy like? So what is Sukadeva Goswami feeling when the name of his Ishta, Dave, more than Dave, Ishta, Bandha, the deepest thing. So what happens with Sukadeva Goswami here? Sutta is explaining when Maharaj Prickett, Sukadeva immediately remembering subject matter about Krishna within the core of his heart externally lost contact with the action of his senses. Therefore, with great difficulty, he revived his external sensory perception and began to speak to Maharaj Prickett about Krishna Kata. And we know the whole Bhagavatam at the very beginning when he asked the question, what is the duty of a man who's about to die? What should he not do? And when you ask someone like Sukadeva Goswami, what does that mean? It means, tell me about Krishna. So what was his answer? Varian, Esha, Te, Prashna, Krita, Loka, Hitamnapa. Your question is excellent. <laughs> For every man, krita, it does what? Krita loka. Loka hita. Hita means welfare. Hito Pradesh. There's a book, Instructions for Welfare. Loka hita. It's the greatest welfare for everyone. So he's so enthusiastic. And, and, and therefore, what is he appreciating in this verse? Sadhu Prishtam. I am honored by your inquiry. That's how good your inquiry is. Prabhupada says a very amazing thing in the story of when Lord Brahma, this is the fifth chapter of the second canto, when, when Lord Brahma, when Narada Muni he, he, he sees the power of Lord Brahma, which, was, which is so inconceivable. We can't imagine the power of Lord Brahma. So it, it's so inconceivable. He's thinking, maybe my father is God. And if you had a father like Lord Brahma, you may also think maybe my father is God. But then he said, I have one doubt you're performing austerities. And you perform to pass you to get something you don't have. So he says, well, who is God? And then Lord Brahma is so happy. And he says, Narayana Parova, you know, <laughs> Narayana is this, Narayana. And Prabhupada said, the basic missionary principle is the gratitude one feels 
when someone asks him to tell them about Krishna. It's a basic missionary principle, the sense of gratitude one feels. And that's why in the, the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, when it mentions there's two types of service you can do. One is called Paricharya. So you, you get the fan and the feed, and it's wonderful. And the other one I think is called Parisavana. It, it, it's an inquiry, and, and, and the inquiry, the hearing is the best. When you hear from a sadhu, it's the best service you can do. And why is the best service? Because you're also engaging him in service or her in service. So he says, says sadhu prishnam, I'm very much honored by your inquiry. Mahabhaga, you are the most fortunate personality. Is Mahabhaga, you're the most fortunate. Because what can be a greater fortune than developing Ruchi? This is Ruchi. This is, I mean, this is Bhav, but this starts at the stage of Ruchi that you want to hear. And in the next verse, it, it actually describes that this type of hearing. It gives a material example. And, it, and, and I think according to the commentaries, it's the only material example you could give. It's, it, it, it's like a materialist when he hears about topics of sex life. And I, again, Radha Govinda Swami's commentary gave a very interesting example. He said, when, when a boy and girl talk, when a boy and girl talk, they can talk for hours about nothing <laughs> and enjoy it. Because it's a bob. It's a material bob, but they can talk for hours, hours on the phone. It's a bob. That's material, but this, this there's a similar bob. There's a similar bob, not similar. It's similar in certain ways, but it's a real bob about people who love to hear about Krishna Kata. This is the symptom, Jeepa Goswami says, of advancement. Your symptom of advancement is the extent you like to hear about Krishna Kata. I always remember just an interesting story. When I was in Vrindavan in the Gurukul building, Bori Jamper was living there. And the rooms were such that everyone would walk by your room. And his room was by the bathroom, and everybody could walk by their room. And Bori Jamper has a lot of wisdom, and he's a very interesting person. So, you know, you can just op open the door and, like, come in. But he, you know, he was, he was, he was the GBC chairman, but not only that, he was writing books. When you're, you're, in, you're, when you're a manager and you don't do it, you could fake it. You can blame it on someone else, right? But when, you, when you, have, you have to write a book, it either gets done or it doesn't get done. Mm. So he was also writing books. He didn't have time. And people would come in and they just want to sit and hang out because some devotees are like that but he'd have a way of getting rid of them. 
he would say, hey, let's read the CC together. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have to go. So this is the symptom. So who one who inquires nicely and their Bhagavad told him, he's saying he's the best of devotees. And, and it's so nice, the best of devotees. So if you have a Western analytical mind, now you start to get stuck. What do you mean? Sri Radha is the best of devotees and Giri Raj is the best of devotees and Yudhisthira is the best of devotees. But we know there's perfect, more perfect, most perfect. They're all the best. They're all the best. They're all the best, but there's a reason they're the best and not anyone's the best. Hmm. Of course, Maharaj Prickett he sees Krishna in the womb. How's that for a samskara? He sees Krishna in the womb. And, and what samskaras do is they either create a positive or negative impression. So if it, it's like psychology. In your mind, there's an impression and you like something. Like you're young and you're, so you're American and you're 14 years old and your father, you know, now you're a man. He says, have a beer. And you drink a beer and you get a little high and everybody else is drinking beers and it's so wonderful and then i want a beer <laughs> then it creates that impression but if when you're young and you see this with children the parents take them to kirtan and there's madanga and this then that's what their impression is so what was what was what was maraj Prickett's impression he saw god <laughs> And that left an impression and he wanted to be, he wanted, when you have an impression, you want to fill it with the same thing or you want to avoid it. If you have a bad experience, you know, a, a guy grows up and, and you know, so a girl grows up and has a bad expression, experience with her father, then, you know, she has an impression, she wants to avoid men or doesn't like men or the opposite around. There's an impression. Well, what was his impression? Krishna. And therefore he became known as Prikshit. Prikshit means examiner. He was searching for that which filled his heart and gave him pleasure. This is so important to have these samskaras in your heart. It's so unfortunate to live in an ashram like this because you can get those samskaras. And, and, and anyway, and it, it, it only took us two hours and we weren't even, we like a little bit south in Jersey. So it's not too far. A great place. So, so he's the best of daughter for these two reasons, because he had that bob, he had that taste. That's what an advanced devotee is. They want to hear Krishna's pastimes. They want to hear his, and that's what then comes in your mind. And we also have to understand that it's very significant he has seven days left to live. So what does he choose to do? <laughs> and then of course, that when they said, your, 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 your question is glorious. Why is it for every man? Because every man is a man who's about to die. So you, eat, that eat, you have to be doing that all the time or you have to live your life in a way that you come to that platform. Do your response.
responsibilities, working for your desires, religiously, spiritually, getting association. But you have to have that goal because you have to come to this point. The greatest blessing is to be attracted to things that are good for you. That's what a good mind is. In the Yoga Sutras, it says, klishtavritti, a klishtavritti. There's a troubling mind and a mind that's not troubling. So the troubling mind is, is you're attracted to things that are bad for you, because those are your samskaras, I like this. And you're averse to things that are good for you. I don't like this. I don't like to sit down and chant. I don't like to do this. I don't like to read. I don't like to. I don't like to serve. And what is a good mind? A klishtavritti. You're attracted to the things that are good for you. You're attracted to the humble position. You're attracted to giving respect. You're attracted to chanting. You're attracted to sadhus, devotees. And you're averse to the things that are, are not good. And, and our life is to actually create good minds. And it happens by the practices. And, and, and what is austerity? Austerity is despite the irrational impulses of the mind, we do what's good in a practical way. And, and the nature of bhakti is wonderful because it is dedication and not renunciation. And there's many things you can dedicate yourself to. Just like coming here, this is a lot of fun. But you chose to come here. And we have those choices to get the sadhu sangha. So he, he acquired and, and you were perceiving his activities as newer and newer. And the reason they're perceived as newer and newer is because they are newer and newer. Because that's the nature of Krishna. Just like in Vrindavan, Krishna goes to a new forest every day. It's not like it's the same forest. He goes to new forests. Why? Because Vrindavan expands unlimitedly. And then there's a new forest. And then there's another new forest. And that's the nature, the nature of prema. It's called a purvata. Purva means before. Vat means like before. A purva means like never before. And every time that Radha sees Krishna or Krishna sees Radha, it's never before. I've never before seen this. And we know in the CC, what happens is when Radha sees Krishna, what happens? When Radha sees Krishna, she becomes happy. And happiness creates beauty. Because when you smile, you're more attractive. So when Krishna sees Radha, then what happens to him? He becomes happy. And he becomes more beautiful. And then what happens to Radha? She becomes happy and she becomes more beautiful. And he becomes happy and she... And, and the, it goes on and on and on and on and on. Newer and newer. It's just like studying the books. They're not ink and paper. 
they're chit shakti. And therefore books can speak to you. And therefore when you read them, you get newer and newer realizations. But what's the problem? The problem is we're jaundiced with ignorance. I might as well finish with some held brimstone and fire. <laughs> <laughs> we're covered with ignorance. And, the, and in the Upadesh Amrita, it gives the example. It gives the example when someone has joined this, that which is sweet tastes bitter. But the cure for jaundice is sugar cane juice. It'll taste bitter, but it's not bitter. The problem is, is you're sick. So it, it, the same thing is, sometimes it may not be as tasty as we want, but if the effort is put, the, the ignorance gets cleared and the taste becomes comes. We have to hear about that. We have to have faith about that. I just remember when I got jaundice, and for me to get jaundice when I first came to India, I have a good appetite. It runs in my family. I just went to my mother's 100th birthday. She ate everything. <laughs> not, not a problem. She said, oh, I ate a little bit too much cake today. <laughs> so I got joined this. I, and I couldn't believe it because I was such a, like, like a fanatic, strong brahmacharya. And I was like, I would never miss anything. I would go to two Tulsi pujas a day. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I was like, man. And I was like sleeping and I was like, I was like what's going on? I was losing my appetite and I couldn't take it. Of course, long story short, I went to Apelia Jornawala, a mystic jaundice doctor and in two days I was cured, but that's another story. Okay, so we went a little bit longer and everyone stayed. And now what, I, what I'd like is, is I'm gonna request Basik Mohan Prabhu just to explain, and I, which I really think they're, they're successful, it's, it's a non-sectarian vision of Krishna consciousness. But, in the, but, but anyway, he'll explain. I, I came here with, you know, Sri Govinda. We, I, we, we came here just for a little while. We talked about, I thought it was, it was just interesting, a little bit about the vision of the project. And it was because he was just telling me, like they, you know, they went. I'll just say they went to Rathiatra, and they got there early. Why did they go to Rathiatra? Because they wanted to worship Lord Jagannath. They have so many books here, great books. You can look at them when you leave. It seems like they're missing now that people are buying them or something. They're all there. What? Yeah, more. Okay, but they didn't go for their books. They went. They went for Lord Jagannath and and Sarab, It was that. And yesterday they went to Andrews. Ram Moy was just ecstatic. Wow, some guys that can, you know, musicians came and they came for Andra and like, you know, and then they went to the Bhakti Center and 
So it, 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 if it's if it's a mature understanding, it 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 brings our our, our mission to another level. So just uh, explain a little bit about the project here, and the people here can. Uh, can I hear you from there? Maybe move over here. Okay. And Hare as Krishna. long as you want, it's just never be true. Thank you all so much for coming. Hare Krishna. So happy to have you here. Maybe that's the wrong side so you can see. Yeah. So happy to have you all most again. And um, some new people that I'm very happy to meet. Bhakti Devi, we've spoken on, I think, uh, by phone or Zoom once or twice, but so nice to see you all. And also, Vrindavan's parents will speak afterwards more, coming for the first time, all the way from the West Coast. <laughs> so um, an ashram is supposed to be a place where you can get some kind of spiritual shelter, helping you find some kind of higher meaning in life. You know, we all go through life and we have to fulfill different responsibilities, taking care of families and life in general. But a very important aspect of our lives is the spiritual aspect. And so an ashram helps fulfill that spiritual need and also take care of the material needs in a simple way. It's described simple living, high thinking. So that's one of the aspects of the ashram to create facility where people can come to encourage the spiritual side, maintain the material side, but amplify the spiritual side and get that kind of spiritual shelter. And the spiritual shelter, when we talk about spirituality, you know, there's, there's religion and there's spirituality and they're intertwined because the religion is what holds it's like the container that can hold that water of spirituality. Now, water can take on any form, whatever vessel it's in. But if it just rains, you don't have a vessel, you're not going to get any of that nourishment. It'll just go to somewhere else. And so we, we were actually in a program <clears throat> uh, Friday, and we were singing this song, Elo that Mahapru, our Chaitanya Mahapru, he came and he brought the flood of Krishna Prem, pure love for God. It was Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami who kept that in a container so that it could be preserved and carried on through generations. That's what the function of the organization or the religious group is, to preserve that tradition and help it carry on through the generations. But at the same time, we have to maintain uh, the spiritual element. So in or, you know, the vessel needs walls to hold that essence in it. But we have to be careful that, it, you know, it may have a lid, but that lid should be also able to open, <laughs> right? You don't want it to be a vessel that's so locked tight, airtight, that nothing can get in, nothing can get out. So the idea of non-sectarianism is that we should be open to embracing other people's um, to interrelating with other people and trying to understand them and share with them. I'm, I'm lucky every week on Tuesday, actually, I present as part of an interfaith dialogue um, with uh, the World, World Alliance of Religions Peace Summit, uh, WARP offices. And I was just on it actually yesterday afternoon. And there was 100 people on the Zoom and, you know, rabbis and, and imam and a priest 
And, you know, it's kind of like the joke, you know, a rabbi, a priest, and they walk into a bar. It's like, we're doing that on Zoom every week. But it's really nice because they ask the same questions, very deep philosophical questions, ontological questions. And we hear everyone's perspective and no one's trying to convert each other. We're trying to come to a mutual understanding of each other. And so I feel like that's one of the important moods of being non-sectarian is um, following the Bhaktivinoda Thakur. He's like our grandfather, grandsire of this modern movement of Krishna consciousness. And he had this broadness of vision. He said that uh, party spirit is, is the great enemy of, of progress in spiritual life. So that's one half of the equation. The other side is that we need to have affiliation with sadhu. So I was giving this talk in, in a festival in, in California. Unity and diversity, we talk about non-sectarian and uh, being open, right? We are all in that tree of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And if you look even broader, Bhaktivinoda Thakur said, Vasudeva Kudumbakam, all living entities are servants or, or brothers and sisters by constitution, followers of Sri Krishna. But at the same time, where are we connected? And so this is the other side, which is so important. That's why sometimes, maybe I can just turn that down. I think that'll do it. Um, where, what is our specific connection? On, so if you use the metaphor of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as one tree that we're all present on. In that tree, there are many branches. There are many limbs, there are many twigs, there are many leaves. We can think of all the devotees as like leaves on that tree. But if we are to lose our specific connection, our specific shelter, then also we risk becoming uh, orphaned almost. And so that's why it's important to have uh, sadhu and guru guide. So you're very fortunate to have Maharaj because that is your specific means of getting that nourishment from the tree of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu through that trunk to the branch, to the limb, to the twig, to the leaf. And that's how we get that nourishment of bhakti ras. So that's the balance that we have to create somehow of unity and diversity, a chinta beta beta, difference and non-difference. At one side, we are very open and we hear and we are willing and we want to share and come to harmony. And on the other side, we take that shelter that is giving us life nourishment and bhakti and help try to imbibe that deeper and deeper into our life and follow sadhana through that. It's very important. Krishna smaram janam chastya that Rupa Swami says, try to remember Krishna with his associates, the associates that you aspire to be like or to be with. And so there's a very important principle in bhakti. It's called Svajatya Ashray Snigda Sadhu Sangha Satovare. Try to take association of great saintly people, sadhus, who have a similar kind of nature or mood as yours, a similar desire, Svajatya. Ashray, who are giving you shelter, and Snigda, and who are affectionate towards you. Sadhu Sangha, take that kind of association. So that's the case for you know, sometimes we say non-sectarian and non-sectarianism is bad, but there's pure sectarianism. It's the higher level. That means grab on, grab onto the lotus feet of that guide who is nourishing your spiritual life and stay very connected. And then those who are, what is shiksha, the role of a shiksha guru, those who are faithful and respectful towards your diksha, 
and who nourish that faith and support it and help deepen it and help you progress towards Krishna. So in bhakti, you know, if we look at our parampara we have here, uh, there's something called the diksha line and there's the bhagavat line. Bhagavat parampara means it's not always a straight line. It may be a crooked bending like a river, meaning Bhaktivinoda Thakur is not the Diksha disciple of Jagannath Das Babaji Maharaj. Goksha Das Babaji Maharaj is not Diksha disciple of Bhaktivinoda Thakur. And then we have Diksha line and also Bhagavad line mixing. But what it really means is wherever there's that pure guru, that pure devotee of Krishna, try to find that sadhu and take shelter and hear kata from them. Shrinvata Svakata Krishna Punya Shravana Kirtana Vidyanta Stohya Badrani Vidunoti Suhritsatam. We're hearing Bhagavad Kata from Maharaj, filled with so many stories of our Acharyas, Ashta Prabhupada, our Gurudev. And this so powerfully impacts our life. We heard from Maharaj. Uh, more important than even Parisevya, directly worshiping the Lord, is Parisevana, hearing and inquiring from the sadhus. Because this is the process that the best service to Krishna is going back to Godhead. Right? Helping ourselves go and others go. And what's the best method of that? Srinvata Svakata Krishna, hearing Krishna Kata and performing Kirtan, taking Mahaprasad. So this ashram is meant for that purpose to facilitate devotees, to serve devotees by enabling them to have a place for Kirtan, for Kata, for Prashadam, for festivals, and to give shelter to the lost souls in that way. You know, we are our our, our Sanskrit title is Bhaktivanda. It means friend of devotees. And it's actually a name for Krishna. So it's something that for us, it's a name for Krishna, something that we're aspiring to serve that culture. Krishna himself says in Hari Bhakti, it's in, quoted in Hari Bhakti Vilas, it's quoted in some other grantas, and it's from Purana. Krishna says to Arjuna, I am the friend of the devotees. Ashmakam bandhava bhakta, bhaktanam bandhava vayam, and the devotees are my friend. This is the culture that we're trying to create. So when we say friend of the devotees, who are we referring to? I am the friend of the devotees. Krishna is the friend of the devotees. And really, then you say Krishna is the friend of everyone. So we say the friend to all means all living entities by constitution are beloveds of God. The servants and the beloveds of God. So our mission is to help enliven and awaken devotion to God in the world at large and help everyone realize that they're ultimately devotees of God. And so how to become the friend of the devotees following Krishna and then understanding. So for us, it's serving our Gurudev who is himself a great friend of Krishna. Krishna says, I am their best friend and they are my best friend. And that's why he says, wherever your best friend is, you want to be there. So Krishna says, Naham Vasami Vaikunte, I leave my own abode Vaikunta. Yoginam hridayam, I leave the yogi's hearts. I don't stay there. Madbhakta yatra gayanti, wherever my devotee is, I go there and I hear from them. So Krishna follows this process of hearing. So we should also follow this process of hearing. Krishna himself says, I go wherever the sadhu is speaking and I hear. Hanuman says, wherever Ramkata is going on, I hear. We were hearing yesterday, Ram Roypur speaking how about Ayendrapu and his kirtans and how different pujaris, how different experiences and sporties that come showing appreciation from the Lord for the process of kirtan and harikata. That in the transcendental world, even this process is going on. So an ashram is a place, especially for the cultivation of Krishna kirtan. And Krishna kirtan is Krishna kata. 
Sometimes people don't understand that they think only kirtan is singing and playing instruments. But kirtan is, our Gurudev would say many times, who is the best kirtaniya? Who is the best kirtaniya? Is it, you know, we can come up with so many names, top 10, and it's about our subjective appearance. You know, well, this person or that person, that lady, this guy. No, Sukadev Goswami is the best kirtaniya. So Krishna kirtan is actually also Harikata. Harikata and kirtan are one and the same. One is performed with certain senses. One is performed primarily with other senses, but they're all Krishna Kirtan. Book publication, Krishna Kirtan. So this is our main focus at the ashram, the cultivation of Krishna Kirtan through Harikata, through Kirtan, through book publication, through distributing this message of our Guru Varga. And the non-sectarian spirit is understanding, ultimately, we are all part of that tree of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's family. There are many organizations that help protect that tradition, and therefore we should give them utmost honor and respect understanding their essential utility and also being open enough to have some kind of um, respect and honor for others that are essentially the same, essentially the same. Because in our Bhagavat Parampara, which is our mood of our line, Prabhupada established this Bhagavat Parampara, every Iskand temple. Every Iskand temple you have on the altar, Prabhupada, Bhaktisiddhanta, Gorki Shodas Babaji Maharaj, Bhaktisiddhanta Thakur, and some Jagannathas Bhavajamaras and Six Goswamis. Six Goswamis is Bhagavad line. Six Goswamis did not get initiation by mantra from Mahaprabhu. So that's the root of the Bhagavad line. So sometimes if we look at it from the sectarian point of view of an institution, then we don't accept the idea of, oh, they're not initiated by my guru or a guru from my organization. So that's the sectarian point of view. But Mahaprabhu's line doesn't, it incorporates that, but it's not exclusively that. Mahaprabhu's line is more based on wherever there is that pure sadhu shelter, you go and you try to take shelter in here. And the society is meant to facilitate that. So our ashram as a part of a society is meant to facilitate Krishna Kata, Krishna Kirtan, Mahaprasad. That's the purpose of the ashram. And so that may come in a diksha line, direct guru initiation, or it may come in a shiksha line but both are in the line of Mahaprabhu. Those are both two currents of the same river. Like in Navadweep, in Mayapur, Ganga, Jamuna, Sarasvati are all three flowing in the same Triveni. So that's like kind of our mood. Where the rivers meet is our mood of non-sectarianism. It means that Bhaktivinoda Thakur predicted that all people of different backgrounds and creeds and faiths will come together into like rivers flowing into the ocean of Mahaprabhu's Sankirtan movement as the world church. He said, this is calling out to God with love and devotion in Sankirtan. This is the world church, the future world church. And it's irrespective of background, whether whatever nationality, whatever background, whatever religion, everyone can agree upon devotion to God as the, unifi the unifying principle. And so this is part of the ethos of our ashram we're trying to create. It's a lofty aspiration, but we're trying to make gradual steps towards that um, with the devotees. So I'm very honored for Maharaj to come and visit. For all of you to come and visit, please consider this to be like your ashram. And you're always welcome. And we hope to have many events in the future. Hare Krishna. Wow. Wonderful. And I think we feel it. The principle is there. You know, they're inviting me to speak Krishna Kata. We'll invite Rasika Mohan down to New Jersey. <laughs> we'll invite him down. We'll have some programs there. 
and, and like he said, there's no problem. You have your initiating gurus in your line, and then there's people that speak Krishna Kata, and it's the same mission and unity and diversity. It's great. So I guess now Kirtan. Kirtan, and, uh, Kirtan and then we'll have Prashad. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that was nice. Thank you all for no, your people. Would anyone like a glass of water or anything? And then we'll have we'll do a half hour, 20, 30 minutes good time. Okay, right. Okay, it was a wonderful program and I guess we'll go now. Oh, wait, 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 wait. If you want to hear, you can hear the kirtan and stay. Anybody wants to stay, you can stay for the kirtan.